Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What are you doing? Oh, just make him smile like that, daddy. Make him smile. You see all three of them, Doug? Yeah. You do for real or no? No, one, two, three. Yep. Doug, do it again. Do it again. I see you. Oh my god, Doug. There's three of them. Ow! Ow! It sounds like it hurts! It sounds like it hurts! It Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Hot Marriage Cool Parents. Don't look at me like that when I put my announcer voice on. <laughs> you always pull out that announcer voice. We are coming off a fantastic weekend where we feel rejuvenated. Yeah. We made love a couple times, which is amazing. <laughs> Jeez, Douglas. Overlooking the beach. It was awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, what else are you going to do when you have free time with no two kids, even in the vicinity of you, mm -hmm. no toddler or baby sleeping in your bed, and you just have mommy and daddy time. Uh, that was the first time I've gotten a full night's sleep with no interruption since before Hendrix was born, because when I was pregnant, I had to wake up to pee all the time. So <laughs> that was just like splendid. We had our seven-year anniversary trip, and it was literally probably one of the best trips of my yeah. life. We stayed at Costa de Este, which is Gloria Stefan's hotel mm -hmm. overlooked the beach in Vero Beach. It was amazing. It was really, really, truly relaxing and incredible. We had nothing planned other than just going to jet skiing. And when we went jet skiing, we saw dolphins. I mean, we literally... A mama dolphin and a baby oh dolphin. Oh my gosh. It was incredible. Like we literally swam up with them. And on that note, we start scuba lessons Monday. So I'm really excited about that because now I have this new like desire to swim with dolphins, but not in <laughs> captivity. Like I want right. to swim with dolphins like in there. It was just such a serene, beautiful moment to like just see them so close. I mean, like they were like an arm's length away, but to yeah. think that like, Doug, you think when we go scuba diving that like we'll be able to swim with dolphins? Yeah. I mean, they're around all the time and I've lifeguarded at the beach for like 16 years. And when I tell you almost every day we would see dolphins, like a whole pot of dolphins going by and you can swim with them, kayak, you can paddleboard. I mean, they leave you alone, but it is an amazing, like unbelievable experience when you look in a dolphin's eye, like oh. it's just incredible. And to think that there's still places that keep them in captivity is just bonkers. And my kids will never, ever know okay. what it's like to see a dolphin in a dolphin show or even a whale. It's just, I'm so against that. But on a oh, lighter note. Yeah, Douglas, um, we know how passionate yes. you are about this. Okay, you're right. I calmed down. 
<laughs> yeah. No, uh, this week we're going to do something extra special for those of you who listen loyally to Hot Magical Parents. We have almost 100,000 followers on our Instagram page. Wow. It's like astronomical and we really want to celebrate it. So for the first 100 of you who leave a five-star review, we are going to send you coffee on us via PayPal or Venmo. However you want it. Yeah, however it's best for you. I could buy a coffee and mail it to you if you want. Yeah, it might get cold by the time it shows up at your doorstep. <laughs> or but... maybe if you're in the Sarasota area, maybe we can meet for coffee. Never know. So this is how it works. If you want to get coffee on us, then all you got to do is leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to Hot Marriage Cool Parents. And after you're done leaving the five-star review, shoot us a DM or a comment over on our Hot Marriage Cool Parents Instagram page. And the first 100 of you to do this, you're going to get coffee on us. And we cannot wait to give you a cup of coffee on us just to say thanks, you know? I know that it's kind of opposite because I know some podcasts and whatnot, <laughs> someone can buy you a coffee to say just like they appreciate. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, but honestly, I would much rather give a coffee. Me too. So yeah, so the first... 100 view for leaving a five-star review. Just let us know and you're going to get coffee from us right directly from my PayPal or my Venmo. Yes. And we love hearing from you. So that'll be awesome. Yeah. We just really want to say thank you. I mean, 100,000 people following us on the Hot Marriage Cool Parents Instagram page is really like special. Yeah. We love you guys and we really don't take any of your support or your love for granted. And we really want to just show you that by getting you some coffee. So this week on the podcast, we have part two of the psychic interview. And honestly, it's super vulnerable and I'm like super scared to share it. You almost didn't want to share it. I didn't want to share it. I still don't kind of want to share it because it wasn't really meant to be shared, I guess. It's just such a vulnerable very real conversation. I was just trying to be super stoic. and I'm curious to know if people out there actually do believe in psychics. And I'm curious to maybe even leave a comment or send a message because I'm curious how many people actually believe in psychics. To be very honest, you know, I was listening back to the first part of the interview from last week. And I was like, well, I mean... I don't know. Like, did she really know what was going on? Like when I was talking with her, I really felt like she was like right on the money. And then I listened back and I was like, I don't know. But I believed her so much so that, you know, something that like I haven't really talked about very much because I've been so insecure about it and just not sure what was going on is that for quite some time, I've kind of wondered if Doug has been cheating on me. And that's because as you know, for those of you who are loyal listeners and you've been around a while, you know, we didn't have sex for over nine months. Like it was a really, really long time. And I know my husband and he really obviously like enjoys sex. I mean, who doesn't? I do. Yeah. And so I just had no libido. I've been struggling with postpartum depression. I was super pregnant and then had, you know, a nine pound, four ounce baby that like destroyed me downstairs. You performed a miracle. Uh, I don't know about that. But (laughs) then I was like, well, my husband who loves sex hasn't had sex in months and months and months. And it's not like I'm getting him off in any other way either. Like I'm exhausted and tired and feel like, am I selfish for being that way? I don't know. But I also have like this weird issue with like feeling like, I don't know, it just definitely comes from my childhood and just being like molested and whatnot when I was younger. And so... Anyways, I just had this really weird insecurity and it's not for nothing either. I mean, I found 
the nanny's mask in our car. And I'm like, why is her mask in her car? <laughs> like she's never in her car and you laugh, but it's not funny. And also like- But it is because the way that it was found and the way that you accused me, it's just, I'm the furthest thing from a cheater ever. But and that's what any cheater would say. Right, well then I can say nothing because then I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. Like it's not fair to say that when I'm completely genuine that this was more- Sex and intimacy and everything else was more of a priority in your head than it was mine during this time. Like I, I'm understanding of you and not having a libido and being beat up downstairs, which <laughs> everything healed, everything's fine, but that comes up with the psychic. and Yeah. So this is what happened is that I was like so convinced and drawn in with the psychic that I almost wouldn't let her off the freaking Zoom call. And I was like, I spend burning in my head, like, is my husband cheating on me? And if this woman knows, you know, she's like talking to like my dead dad and things. I'm like, what if she knows about that? And I don't know, a little tiny part of me wonders if Trish knew who I was because like she said things just so matter of factly and like I didn't bat an eye because she said things like you weren't attracted to your husband when you first met him but I didn't even bat an eye at it because I'm like well no kidding like everybody in the world knows that but like to her that should be like news you know like that should be like news to her but anyways I remember at the end of this interview honestly I felt like okay he's not cheating on me like I, I don't know I felt so confident like I was just wondering for so long it wasn't just the nanny's mask either I mean I no, Doug. Doug's like, no. This is I'm, so, I'm, such old. News. No, it's not old news. This is all new news. Aye, aye, aye. No, it wasn't just a nanny's mask. I feel like if you think that there was only like one thing that happened <laughs> to make me think that my husband cheated on me, it's not. I mean, there's been many things like, like two other things. Yeah, like two other things out of seven years. Yeah, and things that were just completely just not related anything to cheating whatsoever. Okay, well, one time he told me he was coming home. This is when Henley was a baby, a lot younger, and he would get home from work at like 10 o'clock at night sometimes, a lot of times actually. So he would leave at like 8 o'clock in the morning and get home at like 10 o'clock for the sales job. And I don't know if I'm crazy or something, but it really made me wonder, like what the heck is he doing in all that time? And one time he said, oh, I had to stop to go to someone's backyard to pick up a charger because my phone died and I couldn't have no, directions. I, yeah, I just, I was lost going home and the first person that I saw, I asked for a charger and they lived like, I don't know, like around the block and I used the charger to charge my phone and I texted you and I looked up how to get home and I said that exactly. It doesn't make any sense. To me. I know like, it how, doesn't. How I, you, I don't know. Where's don't the know. How did you find a person to like? I was at a convenience store. That's where I stopped. And I saw a person. If that you were was at it. a convenience store, there wasn't a charger at the convenience store? No. I don't know. This is like four years ago. Henley's I have no even, idea. Henley's not even four years so old. So less than three years ago then. I have no idea. Yeah, but Doug, that just seems so <laughs> suspicious to me. And then the other thing was that when we were all in quarantine last year, so I was super pregnant with Hendrix, and we were all in quarantine, and he would just be gone for like, I'm not even kidding you, hours, apparently grocery shopping. And so I did. I like for the first time ever in my life, I've not wanted to do this. I'll never go through his phone or his things because I don't really care to do that. I but don't, you can. I don't want to. Time. I don't want that kind of a relationship. But I did. I kind of like tracked him to see like, where is he going for all these hours when he's saying that he's just going grocery shopping? And we're like literally in the midst of a pandemic and quarantining. And I was terrified of COVID. I mean, I was 
like literally not opening my mail unless it sat for three days because I was scared that like COVID would live on the envelope or we the boxes. Sanitizing our bags I in the garage. Yeah, I wouldn't let myself or Doug or anyone come in the house if they had clothes on that like grace the parking lot of a store. Like I just, <laughs> I was terrified and mostly because I didn't want to be separated from my newborn baby. I didn't want to be sick. I didn't want him to get sick. I didn't want my daughter to be sick. I was just terrified like so many people were. And so anyways, I tracked my husband to see like, what the heck is he doing? And I saw him at a residential building in the town that he works at. And I was like, well, who the heck does he know? And I thought I was going to be sly. I mean, this is such a vulnerable, very transparent podcast, as you can tell. But my plan was to just be sly and to not tell him so that I could just like catch him in the act kind of thing. But then, you know, we ended up getting this house in Florida and I don't know. And then when the whole nanny thing. There was no act. There's no well, act. when the whole, the mask shows up randomly in the car and it's a girl's mask. And, and I'm wearing it. Yeah, and you're wearing it, and I'm like... And I bring it inside. Yeah, still, though, like, why is our <laughs> nanny's mask in the car? It just, it's just... I told you how it could possibly get in the car. You keep thinking that it just randomly got in there. She takes our kids all the time on any of the strollers whenever she goes to the park. She said she left it in one of the strollers. The strollers go into our car. That mask makes it into the back seat, into the front seat, and I wear it. There shouldn't be any confusion or any shadow of a doubt. That's how I got in. Well, long story short, I honestly... And she's lesbian. Tug, that doesn't mean anything. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. She only just became lesbian. Oh, right. She dated men prior. <laughs> okay. Anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I really don't suspect that. And I do think that it's very likely that you know, the mask was in the stroller in the back of the car and just somehow found its way to the front of the car. I don't know. Um, no idea how any of that happened. And I just want to obviously trust my husband and believe that he wouldn't cheat, of course, because we have this like rule. And I told him like once a Both cheater- Both of us told, told each other this. Yeah. Like I would never cheat. And if I did, he has every right to divorce me. I mean, because how can you- And vice versa. Yeah. I've never been a cheater. I've never cheated on anybody. I've never cheated on anybody. And I wouldn't. There's no reason to because I love you. That's what he tells me. And I'm like, well, do you though? So anyways, <laughs> the interesting thing about the psychic is that she couldn't have possibly known about this insecurity of mine as far as like the cheating goes. Because how would she know that? Like I've we've never shared about this out loud, like publicly before, which is also why I'm like scared to share about it now because uh, of course there's going to be tons of opinions and whatnot. But you know, I'm really big on just being like authentic and real I'm in sure life. A lot of, I'm sure a lot of relationships go through this. And I think the other thing that's really making me insecure is that it's our seven year anniversary and you hear that thing, seven year itch. And it's like by seven years, you know, I guess if there's, if you're feeling bored with your partner, you have the itch to go see someone new. And I'm like, good <laughs> God, you know, I'm confident in myself, but I look nothing like the way I looked when we first got married. You know, we have two children now. I don't have as much of a libido as I once had. And I love I'm, you more now than I've ever loved you, ever. So thank you, Doug. I love you, obviously, an awful lot too. Otherwise, I wouldn't be so concerned about all of this because I would just be like, okay, goodbye. Your concern, I mean, I value <laughs> your concerns. Thank you. I think that ultimately just the pandemic and whatnot and then just the hormones are still, I mean, I'm just really struggling with depression still. And 
I don't know if it's postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety or if it's just depression and anxiety at this point because now he's almost one. I don't really know what the difference is. But, you know, I have started therapy. I am on medicine. I've started taking CBD. And Doug and I are doing couples therapy. Like and I wanted to surprise you with something. And you have no idea what it is. But it's something that we talked about. And I wanted to just tell you that I want to start making steps in the right direction and I signed us up for the big little feelings. Doug, I already have the course. Winning the toddler stage course. Doug, I already have that course. You didn't pay for that, did you? I did. Doug. Really? Yes, I already have that. Since when? What do you mean since when? We had them on our podcast. I bought it. Well, that's good because I would want to support I was them anyways. But Doing I, something good. I literally told Doug last night. <laughs> you didn't tell me that you bought it. See, see me, I'm thinking that I'm doing something really Nice no, that's and really genuine, sweet. and I really wanted to do it with well, you. Well, that is really sweet and genuine, yeah. and I appreciate that a lot, but I already have the course. That's fine. So you just bought it again. But you know what? I don't mm. mind because at least we're supporting like this big little feelings. We've had him on the podcast. <laughs> Doug, how do you not remember we had big little feelings on the podcast? I remember we had them on the podcast, but I didn't know that we had their course. Yeah. <laughs> and I started, so I've like watched some of their course, but I told Doug literally last night. I'm going to ask him for a refund. No, I just told Doug last night that I want to every night instead of him playing his video game and me just like, I don't know what I do at night when you play. I <laughs> try to go to sleep basically. I don't play my video game till like one. Okay. We're not fighting over the video. Like, <laughs> goodness, this is becoming way too like, We're not personal. fighting. Okay, yeah, not I'm fighting. just saying, I'm, I've Anyways. just been very conscious of how you feel about the video game and when I play. I so don't I, necessarily mind the video game, Doug. So That's I wait I'm, until one. I do not mind the video game and when you play as long as all of our other work is done first. <laughs> and like our kids are taken care of and they right. always are. It's usually the work's not done. The kids are always taken care of. The work's never done. <laughs> But anyways, I was trying to tell everyone listening. So last night I was like, I really want us to actually do their course together so that we're on the same page because Henley is having, you know, little tantrums. She's three and going on 13, as they say. And I just want to know that we're parenting the best that we can for our children. Like sometimes I feel like I'm not, you know. It was a, good with a, one kid, it was, but adding a second kid kind of throws a little wrench into the mix. Yeah, like we had so much more patience. At least I had so much more patience and I don't know like what's going on. I'm trying so hard to get back to like my normal self and like sometimes I feel like am I ever going to be my normal self? Like is this my normal self right now? Like is this going to be my new normal? Like I do not want this to be my new normal. But anyways, needless to say, it's a very interesting interview with Trish and now you know literally everything that's going on in our marriage. I mean, we, I guess maybe it's normal. I don't yeah. know. We've been married for seven years and ugh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, there it is. And, you know, we, we share because of the feedback that we get about being relatable and helping people through the same thing. So if we can have an open conversation about it, maybe it helps somebody else have an open conversation about it. Maybe it helps you get through something. And that's why we share. And because we have a platform like this and, you know, because of all of you, we want to continue to be honest and open and share. So Yeah. And that's exactly it. Like, I feel like when you share about the good, bad, and the ugly, you know, you just, honestly, I feel like I have better relationships with like everyone in my life, just being super transparent. And also there's a huge weight that comes off your chest when you let your skeletons out of the closet. Like, and this is 
our skeleton, I guess, that's been in the closet for a little while. And as a matter of fact, Doug wasn't even aware that this was our skeleton. Yeah. It was my skeleton <laughs> that I was like terrified that my husband was cheating on me. And obviously devastated because I was like, oh, if he's cheating on me, then I have to divorce him. Like there's no way around it. And then what about for our children? Like they're going to have a separated. And I know that's not the worst thing in the world and that's happened. And so I would tell myself that, but I love my husband and I want us to be happy together. And I want you to be happy, Douglas, like with me. And I want you to be attracted to me. And I'm still very attracted to you. I think it's just a thing that's happening in your head. Yeah. Because this has never been a thought or even a whisper (laughs) in mine. I know. I got to tell you, like the postpartum depression and anxiety, it has done things to my psyche that I can't quite explain. But like, I mean, I've never been able to understand anybody who would commit suicide because there's always something to live for, I feel like. But there's been several, several times at this point where I have been like, wow, I really get it. Like, I definitely get it now. And I know that the words like commit suicide, it's it's more like taking their life by suicide because they looked at it as a crime back in the day. I just totally understand it now. So if nothing else, you know, I can be thankful to have empathy for those who struggle with these types of feelings and insecurities and whatnot. And a loving husband and family that loves you very much. Yeah, I know. I feel very fortunate to have that. I just want to believe it in my heart. And I don't know if that makes sense or if people probably just think I'm crazy for even saying this out loud. And, you know, I can already hear people saying, oh, your husband's so good and all the things. They, don't think about it. Yeah, I know. And it's, Don't think for other people. But let me just say that I know my husband's so good and I love him so much and that's why I even care, you know? And uh, I just like... Yeah, it'd be weird if you didn't care. Yeah, I know. But needless to say... You know, I adore my husband and love my husband. And it's weird to say that while I'm looking at him because I'm talking to you, but also talking to him. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I do. I love him and I love my family so much. And I would be devastated if anything tore us apart. Yeah. But I feel like after having this conversation with the psychic, I feel a lot better. And without spoiling the whole entire conversation. Yeah, really. I think we should just get Trish back on for the part two of this. Yeah, but I want to let you guys know that not only do we have this interview, but I was so taken back by all that she offered that I literally had another session with her before she knew who I was. And we're going to have a guest on next week that's going to be talking about like IVF and just like her journey being able to like start a family and helping others to start families in the LGBTQ plus community. But then we're going to have Trish back on for even more talk. (laughs) And I'm telling you the things that this woman has said, I'm still like, I mean, she's either a hundred percent legit or a hundred percent knew who I was. It's one or the other because it's just wild. The things that she knows, like I said, the whole cheating thing she couldn't have possibly known so maybe you can help me decide whether or not this is like trustworthy but okay let's bring her on so I wanted to ask you like did anything pop into your mind about my marriage and my relationship or like does anything come to you well again this personal right that's why I think I'm feeling a little bit I just feel okay you want me to (laughs) you want me to be honest okay I just feel that the relationship both of you are really in love but I think you guys bickering a lot Bickering a lot? Yeah. Yeah, for no reason. I think that your husband sometimes have no patience. Really? Uh, so it, remember earlier I said he had a hard time to communicate? 
I think that's the problem with both of you. You guys are soulmates, but there's an issue with the communication. Wait, you would say we're soulmates? Yes. Really? Yeah. And do you believe that? And you know that in the beginning, you, you thought he was like not your type of guy. But after that, you knew him and you said we were meant to be together. And there was a reason why you were meant to be together. And that's why you guys have like those lovely children and you feel so good with yourself. And you know what I mean? Like he make you feel good about yourself. Like he always going to be there supporting you. You know, like if you're depressed or down, he's going to do everything for you. So when he's getting upset or something like that, don't take it personal. It has nothing to do with you. There's nothing wrong with your relationship, just to let you know. So you're saying that there's, like, you're confident there's nothing wrong with our relationship. You're positive. No, positive. And I know he has something to do with himself that he has to, you know, work with his relationship, which means communication. Because it seems like you're butting in recently like this and you don't understand why. I feel like I know why and we are, um, kind of. But I'm curious if you're able to pinpoint why. Okay, excuse me while I cut in here. And before we get to that, I want to give a shout out to a couple of our sponsors. And first, and certainly not least, Go Henry. Now, I had a terrible concept of money growing up. And that's because my no fault to my parents, but they never taught me the concept of money. They never taught me the value of money and building my own financial independence. And it wasn't really until after college. And then as soon as I got married that I really learned about money because I accumulated so much debt. And I truly don't want that for my kids. And it's very important to Jamie and I to set them up for a future, to learn how to manage money learn the difference between needs and wants and build good habits, which I had terrible habits growing up. Now, through GoHenry, the kids get a debit card and the parents get an app. Now, this makes it super easy to be able to manage their spending, set limits on their spending, set limits on how much they can spend per week. It also allows you to give them tasks where it could even set up allowances for them. But with these tasks, it allows them to make extra money and you can manage everything through this app in real time. It is super easy. And for someone like me that isn't really financially literate, this is a super easy and fun way to teach kids to learn the value of money and also practice managing it. Now, they can use their cards to make purchases online, in stores, or even at an ATM, but you track their spending in real time. So you set spending limits and you control where the card can be used. You can block and unblock cards instantly. There's real-time money transfers. You can set automated allowance deposits. And it's really cool because the debit card comes in that's personalized. You can customize it. It says Go Henley. When Hendrix is ready, it'll say Go Hendrix. But you can get started at GoHenry.com and get one month free with the promo code HMCP. That's one month free at GoHenry.com, promo code HMCP. G-O-H-E-N-R-Y.com promo code HMCP for one month free. Now this pandemic has turned a lot of lives upside down. And along with that comes a lot of stress and anxiety. And if this is hitting home for you, talking to a therapist is a great first step in healing and growing and overcoming the uncertain future. I highly encourage you to check out Talkspace. Jamie and I have mentioned this before, but Talkspace is the number one online therapy platform that has thousands of licensed 
therapists that are trained in over 40 different specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and more. And through Talkspace, you can actually sign up online and start therapy the same day. What's different about Talkspace is you can actually connect with your therapist through text, videos, and voice messages. It makes it super convenient to even set up virtual sessions 24-7, and it's at a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. So instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages to your therapist 24-7, and they will engage with you daily, five days a week. Talkspace is a secure and private way for you to have these sessions in your own home. So if there's anything troubling you, if it's anxiety, depression, or maybe you just want to better yourself or just reach a goal, check out Talkspace to get matched with a licensed therapist today. You can go to Talkspace.com. When you use the code Jamie, J-A-M-I-E, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. So Talkspace.com, use the code Jamie to get $100 off your first month. That's Jamie and Talkspace.com. Oh, and I wanted to tell you guys real fast before we get back to this about Rothy's. Rothy's are so incredible. So they're shoes that are knit with thread made from plastic water bottles. And they're honestly so incredibly comfortable, but you wouldn't even believe it. They're also machine washable and there's a zero break-in period. So the thing about it is that Rothy's has transformed almost 100 million bottles into beautiful shoes, handbags, and face masks. And another major bonus is that they're fully machine washable. I kid you not. So you can literally just toss your shoes or your handbag or your mask right into the wash and they come out looking just as good as new. They're super durable and flexible. I absolutely love, I have this pair of Rothy's that they're just like so stylish and just so cute. And you know that I absolutely love anything that's sustainable. But yeah, so if you want to check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash HMCP. So if you're somebody who's looking for a really good, high quality pair of shoes, but also you want to reduce the waste that's in the world and just have something that's machine washable, but also super duper comfortable and durable, definitely go to rothys.com. It's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash HMCP. It's honestly where style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. So head over to rothys.com slash HMCP today. Honestly, I think that you're going to love these shoes. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think it's time to get back to our psychic interview part two. Oh my goodness. Here we go. And if not, I mean, I'm really putting you on the spot, but I'm just curious. And if you don't. Oh, I know. It has to do with his inside. He doesn't come out and, you know, say things or he hide things from you. And after that, you find out and he's like, you get upset because like, why you didn't tell me we're a couple? Like, you're supposed to tell me like, example, if you buy something, like buy a boat, but he didn't told you that he bought a boat. 
that's kind of communication, right? So if he doesn't communicate with you, it's not going to work much, right? So that's a problem. Is that the only problem that you see for us? That's the only problem is the communication. That's it. And the bickering, a lot of bickering. And you think for sure that that's it? You don't see any other problem in our marriage? No. Really? I think that you guys, I don't know if it has to do with COVID, but I think you guys got into your nerves a lot. I don't know why, but did he lose his job? Um, not necessarily, no. Was he scared to lose his job or something? Um, he may have been, but do you see us, you know, staying married for the rest of our lives? I do. Yeah? Yeah. All right, cool. Even though that you guys bickering, don't worry about it. It's because now you guys are so used to each other that you think that you could overstep the other person. Okay. But you guys will have to kind of chat together and kind of find a... um common ground and just say to yourself, you know, what are we doing wrong here? Right. Because mm-hmm. you feel that you're going to break up or something, or he feels you're going to break up. It's not very going to work. Right. But maybe he's saying that because he's upset inside, but he doesn't tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. And then is there anything I could be doing better or differently that you can get? Uh, patience. Uh, you have a short temper. Yeah. I don't know you, but I'm just the feeling I have. You have a short temper. You're getting dark easily. Yeah. Okay. And And even I can see aura on people as well. So uh I see white, but I see also gray. And gray, which means there's a little bit of negativity. Like, I don't know you again, but sometimes Mm -hmm. you feel like you're negative. But I see the aura on everybody. And yours is white, but there's also light gray. The gray color aura, there's a little bit of negativity. Thank God it's not black, what I'm saying. Ay, ay, ay. That's so interesting. And that's all so very true about me. And it's... I need more confidence for yourself, though. Don't be hard on yourself. Oh, thank you. That's all so very, very true about me. Ah. You're so hard on yourself. You're so pretty. You have a good soul, Mm. you know? That's so kind. Okay, thank you. You just feel that everybody's always against you or somebody always tries to... I think it has to do with your childhood that you didn't have the love that you were supposed to have. And I think that you carried on all of that in your life, throughout your life. That's what I was saying in the beginning, remember, as you have a resentment. But the resentment has to do with the love when you were younger. Wow. This is just so I said, No, I have no resentment, you know, about my dad. But you know what? That's why now, right now, after I did the reading, it has to do with when you were younger because you never had him. And you wish the love that you would have would have to be in your dad. And when you found who he was, it was too late. And you're always going to have that in your back of your head. But I just wanted to tell you that you should go on with it and just say that things happen for a reason in life and you'll meet him on the other side. Wow. My heart is just pounding again because it's just all so true. And I don't even know how you know all this. It's just, I feel like you know who I am. Like you just know so much about my life without knowing anything about my life. It's wild. It's just, I could see you all right and everything. I could feel like even right now, I see you like it's so intense. And I see that you move from one place to another with your mom. Mm-hmm. And I just see you like the little girl that's like having a backpack, which is like a baggage. And it's like, oh, my God, I'm really going to bring one out. It's like you have to accept it because you have so much weight on you. You need to let that go. Take off your backpack. Right. And you'll feel so good about yourself. Do you know how? <laughs> like this is like, how do I do that? Do you write diaries? You used to write diaries a long time ago. Why did you yes. stop? 
This is wild. Everything you're saying is like literally to a T of my life. This is wild. Okay, so I would like you to write a diary, okay? okay. Uh, I need it before you stop because I have children. Take that half an hour a day, okay? And put all the negative that hurts you all your life and write that in a diary. Okay. And each full moon or new moon, like myself, like I have a lot of crystals, so I recharge my crystal on full moon or new moon. But this negative paper, you will burn it. Okay. On full moon or new moon, and then you will say, it no longer serves me. Okay. And the reason I tell you that is because I've been through a lot in my life. You don't know me personally, too. Maybe I've told you all of it, what I've been through with, you know, the psychic, but I'm not going to tell my personal life, but I've been through a lot of stuff myself. Mm-hmm. And burning stuff as a native person is good because you're really seeing all the negative. So when you burn it, it doesn't serve you anymore. And when you do it in full moon, a new moon is the best time to do it. Okay. So you just so just burn it, all the negative, throw it in the water. Uh, the positive as well is, I told a lot of that to my client and they said, oh my God, it worked. I didn't believe you at first, mm-hmm. but now I'm free because it happened. Wow. So when I was younger, my dad said, take a bottle, put positive thought, like it could be a bottle of wine or a bottle of whatever you want to or anything. So you put the positive on a paper, you put that inside of a bottle, okay, the positive ones. Mm-hmm. And you do that on full moon as well, and then you moon and you throw it in the water. Okay. You ever heard about that before? Mm-mm. If you have like 50 negative thoughts, you just put it in the paper, right? And after that, you just crunch it and just burn it. Okay, I will. Right? Because it no longer serves you, does it? Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, all of this makes perfect sense, and I'm really going to do that because I yeah. do struggle with literally everything you said, and I don't want to. I know. If you can't tell, I'm pretty serious all the time, especially about this type of thing, because I'm so I'm just so intent on like really knowing more about all of it, really. And so I'm taking it so seriously and literally and yeah, and I'm shocked because like literally everything you've said has just been so on point. It's wild and it's just wild. I just kind of am like in shock a little bit right now because I know. Um, So all of this guilt way on you right because we talk about it today i'm actually probably going to reach out to my friend's mom and ask her i don't yeah. know does he say anything about that like reaching out to yeah go ahead. that's what he says yep yeah i'm wondering how she's doing and just say that you heard from the branch or something like that like because yeah she's very private okay so say that i heard from where some branches, like I don't know how you guys speak in your in the oh, US. But. Heard it from the grapevine or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yes, <laughs> I say by the branch, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, she is, and uh, she just say that I think I have a feeling that your son passed a freak accident, and he had fentanyl, and he had cocaine, and he had like drink water, but whatever, right? So it's just like, what the hell did you know that? Because he did the autopsy, right? I don't know, actually. I actually don't know that it was a freak accident, but I think that it was. But I always believed in my heart that it probably was an accidental overdose. In the fact that you knew his hair color and his eye color, just crazy. In the fact that you know that he's such a... Because I died too, right? And it's in the hospital. I died for 15 minutes at nine years old. So that's why I have the gift. 
That's wild. It's so cool, though. I mean, it's just so cool. It's just wild. Like I can't. It's cool, but my mom still until this day, she's still like worried about. Okay, are you home? Are you home? Do you feel like you know how long someone's life will be and things like that? Like, do you feel like you know how long my life will be? I will never tell you that because when I was younger, I did, and it happened, and I felt guilty for the rest of my life. Okay. The only time that I will do is if somebody's in bed, like example, I had somebody recently, like two years ago, and that person had cancer and they asked me when that person we know dying, what day and the time. So I tell them, oh, it was on a Saturday at 8 a.m. And that person did die at Saturday at 8 a.m. Wow. Yeah. Somebody that's almost into their deathbed. Yes, I'm able to. Because also, like I said, people from the other side helping me with the messages too. So... I I mean, I want you to tell me though, because then I would want to live life to the fullest or I want to feel confident or... I wouldn't tell you the age, no, because I will feel guilty for the rest of my life. And I know everybody's asking me almost each reading, actually. Even my dad, I told him his sister's going to die. And that's why I said, and he never believed me, even though he believed my gift. Like I said, my dad really believed in me. And I was probably 17 or something like that. I said, dad, you have to go see your sister. She going to pass Sunday. That was on Thursday. I told him that. No, 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 that's not true. I said, okay, well, he didn't see her sister before she passed and she did pass on that Sunday. And I said to him, I will never tell anybody ever again. I knock on wood. I will not anymore. Only if you're in your deathbed. That's it. I'm sorry. So I guess I'm not on my deathbed. Oh, as you would tell me, right? That's correct. <laughs> well that's good to know <laughs> <laughs> i think you have a long life to go but oh, i have a weird fear that i'm gonna die young and i'm not gonna see my kids i don't know why i have this weird fear. but that's all mentally right because you know why because of your dad you don't realize that right because your dad left you and you never met him right and after that you had a stepdad and that stepdad left you so you had all those bad experience with men in your life and that's why you have problems to find a man in your life, too. You always find those abusive guys all the time, and they were always bad to you. And all of a sudden, you find this guy right now, and it's like, oh, my God. Uh, you didn't like him in the beginning, but in the end, it's like, oh, my God, I said the guy like he is. He's my soulmate. He's my sweetheart. Even though that you found him later in life, but at least you found somebody that accept you like you are. This is literally wild. I can't even... Were you kidnapped when you were younger? Kidnap? No. Or like uh, taking away from one home to another home? Yeah. And I live with like different men that yeah. might have dated and stuff. But that's how it felt like, right? It's like, you know, when people get kidnapped, you take one home to another home. Yeah. I was always scared that the men in one of these homes was going to like rape me or right. molest me or something. You. Yeah. You yeah. got lucky. One of them, almost. But I think that you were strong enough that you kick him in the ball. Uh, there wasn't really any time. Well, had to do that, but um, you were 12 years old, that's why you're blocking it. Really, I was 12 years old, yeah, but nothing happened. You kick him in the ball, I kicked him in the balls, yeah, really. You are very feisty, you're a very feisty woman. I am actually, <laughs> very feisty. you're like, don't mess around with me, yeah, with me right now. I'm like, oh my god, okay, <laughs> don't mess around with her. <laughs> yeah, no, I am very feisty like that. Interesting. And I go away because at least you're protecting yourself, right? Right, doing, yeah. And I've always had to be, so I just have always done that. Yeah. But can I tell you something that I'm like insecure about in my relationship? Like, and I'm curious if you can really see insight into this or not. 
like, well, do you it's have not, a- you're not attracted to your husband? Uh, no, I, I am attracted to my husband. But you were not before, though. Yeah, I wasn't, which is interesting. You know that. I guess you figured that out somehow. Well, your dad told me. Okay. And so then like, there's something that, that's really, really big that's been looming over our relationship. Uh, I don't know if you have like any insight in it. And obviously I'm putting you on the spot. So if you don't, it's okay. But like, do you know what that is? And do you know if it's accurate or not? Because everything else you said about our relationship is also there. Why is he cheat? Yeah, well, that's it. Like, I'm always concerned my husband is cheating on me. Did you see what I wrote? Is that real though? Yeah, I see it. Do you think that's real? Is it happening? No, but there's a girl that flirt with him all the time though. Yeah. And she's a pretty girl, really pretty. But I think it's your insecurity, just to let you know. Because your husband loves you so much. And she's just like, a, oh my God, we say that in English, a passage. Like somebody just passed by, you know? Mm-hmm. It's going to go away. How do you call that again? A passage? Um, passerby, maybe? Yeah, passerby, yeah. But it's your insecurity. Really? Because you feel that this person asked your husband, but that girl's flirting with him so much and he doesn't tell you. But you know that when you feel insecure because you know there's something wrong because you guys are soulmate. When you're soulmate, you're like, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it is wild because so- you know what he feels and you feel it too. But it's your insecurity because he will not cheat on you. That's wild. That's so good. He will not. Do you know if he ever has cheated on me in the past? Never. Really? But he's a big flirt. Flirt? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. He's very nice. Everybody could fall in love with him because of his aura. Like he's very, mm-hmm. even I saw, I didn't saw much. He had a bad childhood too. He had a bad childhood? He actually, I wouldn't, his parents are very lovely people. and um, right. The family. But the childhood, which means that he had a hard time to find friends. Hmm. He does have a lot of friends, but maybe he feels that way. I don't know. I just saw him quickly, right? So mm-hmm. I could only tell a couple of things. But between 8 to 11 years old, he was not accepted. Interesting. That could definitely... He probably never tells you that. There's a lot of your thing that your husband doesn't tell you because he's a person that keeps inside. That's true. And because you keep inside, you feel insecure. And when you feel insecure, everything, you're making things up in your mind. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, I I'm do. Because I feel when I was there with my husband in the beginning, too. So, wow. So you're confident that he has never cheated and that he's not going to. So this is no. the issue is that I saw it one time that he said that he was going to a store and then he wasn't at the store. He was at a presidential building and he goes, I don't know yeah. what you're talking about, but I'm like, uh, you weren't at the store and you just said that you were at the store and you were gone for like four hours. So what were you doing at this time? Yeah. And he just swears up and down that he wasn't cheating. But to me, I was like, it just seems like he was. Yeah. No, he went on to his friend's house and there were some girls there, like I said. She was very flirty, but nothing much. Like, he didn't cheat, no. But now you have to let him know that you know. Yeah. You know that girl's a flirty girl, so even his friend... The girl is. He was scared because his friend, if he goes to a friend's house and they have girls there, he doesn't want to tell you that because he's going to say, my wife is insecure. Yeah. He's scared. He's so scared, poor thing. Excuse me. I don't want to take his side, but you know. Yeah, but what were you saying that about? But that's how you make him feel, though, poor guy. You can tell that? Yeah. I make him feel scared? Yes. Really? He's scared of you. What? Really? 
Yes. How do you know that? In a good way, because you feel like you're going to, excuse my language, bitch at him. <laughs> well, that's true. But how do you know that? It's just your dad. You see you all the time. And just your aura, your energy, right? Wow. Like other people I don't know. And they're freaked on me because it's like, oh, do you know that? Yeah. But it's the same thing with husband and wife. And yeah. it's like, God, you think that they tell you everything. But if they're scared to tell you, like, right? Yeah. He's scared of you. That is he just... loves you so much to death, though. Wow. That's terrible. I know. But I think you feel it, too, though. Do you? A little bit, yeah. And I don't like that. But, like, I don't know how to let my guard down because I'm scared he's cheating on me. So then I, like, don't let my guard down. And then it's like a vicious cycle, I feel like. For what reason, though? Yeah. It's not... okay. You could go to a friend's house. There's going to be a girl there. What yeah, are you going to do? Attack him? I mean, I don't necessarily care yeah. about that at all. I really don't. I'm not that insecure about that type of thing. It's because, you know, we went a long time without having sex. And so I assumed that because we went a long time without having sex, that he must have cheated on me, like paid someone to sleep with him no. or... No, no, no. And sometimes when you're so used to a person, sometimes it's like a habit, you know, like you will not have sex for a long time. It doesn't mean you're not attractive. It's just because maybe he doesn't want to have another children right away. Maybe he's feeling that you guys going to have a children, right? Yeah. Because you don't protect yourself, do you? We don't. But wow. I know. <laughs> that feels so good to hear and to know. I know. That's interesting. I don't want to be that person. I've never been that person my whole life, but I know, but lately it's because like you said, if you don't have the affection, the attention, you think he's going to give it to someone else, but maybe he's going through something himself. Like I said, because he keeps everything inside. Right. Mm -hmm. It was all so interesting. All right. Now I'm like, I wish he was here. So then you could like see him and stuff. But anyways, I saw him quickly. You guys are such a cute couple. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's so interesting, all of that you've said. So but I'll let you go. He's giving the kids a bath right now, so I should get out and help him. But um, oh, that's sweet. yeah, but everything you said is just so true. All of it. It's wild. Like it's just it's good because the people from the other side helping too. It has been so nice to meet you. I can't say enough good things about you. Thank you so much for taking the time. You're welcome. And it's just been so amazing to chat with you. So thank you so very, very much. No, you're very welcome. Do you think that you would know, like recognize my dad since you've already seen him or not really? Well, yeah, of course. I see him still with you. Yeah. Did anybody else leave or are they we all? Still with you. Really? Does anybody ever leave then? Like sometimes, you know, come and go at least? No. No, not until I finish my reading and I sage myself. Wow, that's so interesting. The thing that would be the kicker is if my friend passed from the concoction that you talked about, because it that would make perfect sense. Oh, my husband's coming in, and uh, if that's how he died, that's like wild. Uh, I'll tell Doug all about this later. But Doug, you want to say hi to Trish real fast? Hi, hi. How are you, Doug? You said yeah. His name's Doug. Doug. Hi. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. I'm a Libra. <laughs> Don't tell her. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, what's that mean? I don't even know. My husband is a Libra. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Full moon was really bad on them for the last couple of days. Really? They were so angry and they were such in a bad mood. And I thought it was me. Leave me alone. 
I won't tie them all for myself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't. They're good today, though. Last night they were good. But the other day, no, no, no. Yeah. Full moon was really in Libra, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I don't necessarily yeah. know per se because I don't pay attention, but that's probably why. I don't know. But actually, yeah, that would make sense because it was a couple days ago. I was like, sometimes I wonder if I make him happy, my husband, you know, because I know that I'm short tempered and can be negative. That's Libra. Huh? Libra. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. They're very picky. Yeah. They like yeah. balance, you know? Yeah. Very interesting. But all right. Well, Trish, thank you so much. <laughs> Have a great day. You're welcome. Day. Nice to meet you, Jimmy. So nice to meet you too. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, then. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Well, well, well. Were your ears ringing that whole time? Yeah. I feel like you guys were just talking about me. <laughs> just in part two. And we were talking about you a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I'm 50-50 on it. I want to believe like you, but when you listen back, then you start to pick apart things and it just kind of somewhat ruins the illusion for me. But yeah. everything she said about the whole cheating thing and me being scared <laughs> of you, she's completely right. Are you scared of me? Uh, well, sometimes you're a scary individual. I am? Yeah. Why? Yeah. you're. Sometimes you just get in these modes and you're just, yeah, stay out of Jamie's hair. Yeah. See, that's where I feel like maybe that's what makes me insecure, though. It's like sometimes I feel like I'm not very lovable. Like that doesn't seem lovable at all. Like who wants to be around me then? No, but I'm your husband and I know ways around it. Yeah. But am I always like that? No. Not always. Like, and I don't want to be like that. No, I, I don't I mean, want you to be scared of me or anyone to be scared of me. No, I just, I know when you're super stressed and when, you know, I mean, I think that's with anybody though. And anybody knows what the button is that sets somebody off and everybody knows when to get out of somebody's way. And that's all it is. But like my biggest sadness and my biggest fear is that you don't necessarily want to like hang with me in your spare time. I do. I'm only hanging with you. I know, but like not really like I feel like you like to like I don't know I do like my out. alone times you know just to zone out but you it, zone out all the time but it Doug. doesn't mean that I want to stay away from you ever you have airpods in your ears 24 7 you listen to Howard Stern okay well like anyway we have Jenna coming on next week which is going to be another fun podcast and stay tuned for everything hot marriage cool parents by going to our Instagram page and remember if you're with us until now we are going to give 100 people coffee on us just by leaving a five-star review and anybody listening to this podcast you get first dibs because we're not sharing it on our Instagram page until after this episode comes out that's right yeah so next week we have Jenna coming on and she's incredible so her and her wife they really, really struggled to grow their family and they're now helping others who are in the LGBTQ plus community grow their family and just kind of like lead them to like resources to help them in any way, shape or form that they may need. And honestly, it was just a really honest, great interview that I had with her. And then after that, like I said, we're bringing Trish back for some more psychic talk. Yeah, I'm going to go on a ghost hunt with her. Yeah, she's into paranormal activity. But anyways, guys, we love you. I can't wait to read your five-star reviews and send you some coffee. Yes, we love you and wear a mask. And we didn't tell you guys, but we got our first shot for the COVID vaccination. Yeah, we go May 5th to get our second shot. Yeah, and honestly, I think the first shot, it really wasn't so bad. My arm felt bruised and I've been a little tired. It was rough for a day and a half, but... Yeah. Yeah, everybody says the second shot's worse, so we'll see. Hopefully the second shot's not because... Honestly, the first shot put me out for a day. <laughs> but anyways, we love you guys. We'll talk to you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye.